science and technology. Hello, and welcome to episode 38 of The Tech Garage. I'm Zach. And I'm Matt. And today we have quite a show for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Why don't you tell us about it? <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're uh, first going to dive into talking a little bit about Star Wars Land. Uh, we're going to chat a bit... Super topical topic. Yes, exactly. Um, we're going to talk a bit about my last, I'm going to go ahead and say 18 hours or so of fighting with Facebook integration in a Unity project. And I've heard a little bit of this, but I am actually curious to hear more, so... Then we're going to talk about the new Fuji camera that's out that is sporting some special magical skills. And finally, we're going to uh, bring back an old segment of stuff that I guess is news, but I don't know why I care. And we're going to talk about yeah. Sesame Street moving to HBO. It's not porn, it's HBO. Right. So no Snoop Dogg hosted Sesame Street? Uh, some Game of Thrones, Sesame Street. They're gonna, <laughs> there's going to be some murder on the street. Nice. It's about time. I mean, the street has just not been the street, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, last time I'm going to try this for a while, check out Audible. Help us out. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash tech garage. Uh, you sign up for a free 30-day trial. And... You will get all of the awesomeness that is uh, Audible. You get a free book every month for your subscription. You get uh, WhisperSync with uh, your phone and your Kindle and your everything. So if you're listening to a book, you can pick reading up on it right at exactly the same spot. Super awesome. I did that with like three books in the last two weeks. And it's also, you get, as part of Kindle Unlimited, you get uh, Audible books as well. So... Yeah, and I, I remember it's audibletrial.com, not audible.com. You Correct. want to go to audibletrial.com. Slash tech garage. Yep. One last time, audibletrial.com slash tech garage. Thank you for your patronage. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if that works. Yeah, we were much more clear that time, like with like enunciation and whatnot. I used my radio voice. Right. Not, right. not just my normal, everyday uh, talkie talk voice. So, Star Wars Land, ready, set, go. This is, so there's a big announcement today. And this is, this is rumored. Uh, as of weeks ago, so a few weeks ago, uh, it was uh, somebody found out that Disneyland had purchased a bunch of adjacent property, uh, and it, it's hard to imagine there's property adjacent to Disney anymore because I just kind of assume that they've sucked up everything between Anaheim and L.A. Uh, they've sucked up a lot there in Anaheim. Uh, there's a lot of condos and crap that are immediately around it, and and, and shitty hotels. And, so and this whatnot. was like uh, eminent domain. This Disney was, looked around no, and said, "Hey." That's mine, motherfucker. My understanding from when they did the land purchase was it was not cheap. Uh, and I think this what, is... What does not cheap count for when you're the Disney Corporation? Oh, uh, well, I mean, relative to Disney's corporation, it was, you know, dropping the bucket. Yeah, like a to, rounding to error. To you and me, it was like insurmountable uh, amount of money. Right, like uh, go borrow money from the mob type money. Like, I think the whatever the amount was started with a B. Hmm. Yeah, and this is for 14 acres. 14 acres. Yeah. 14 acres. Yeah. That's like three times my property. Yeah. Costing the billions of dollars. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, somebody made out like a bandit. Somebody (laughs) did. So uh, they did that. And then they, and everybody was like, I bet they're going to make Star Wars expansion because, like, it kind of makes sense now that they own Star Wars and they're going all off on making new Star Wars movies, which we're all excited about. Um, 
patiently excited. I'm hoping, hoping, hoping that they do it right. Right. But now they're going to also have Star Wars Land, which is... So we we talked about this a little bit earlier this week that you've never been to Disneyland. No, I've been to Disneyland. Have you been to Disneyland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just haven't. Oh, you just haven't taken the the new family to Disneyland. Okay, like my daughter's two. I don't understand why I would bring her to Disneyland. That's kind of a lost cause. So when were you in Disneyland? Oh. I think the last time I was there, Captain EO had just come out. Okay. All right. So, so they also had Star Tours. The, yeah, they had Captain Star EO Tours. Star the Tours came at the first, right? Yeah. Which no, was I was the, super stoked about those. Like, Star right. Tours blew my mind. I was like, oh my God, this is so awesome. Yeah. Ah. Captain EO was kind of awful, though, right? I like, enjoyed you, Captain EO. I was a kid. Oh, okay. So it was long enough ago that Captain EO was still enjoyable. Yeah. Because like, they brought it back. A well, few I can't years imagine ago. them bringing it back. It was like. Straight up horrible late 80s music video. It was somewhere between Thriller and Labyrinth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, not only that, the 3D technology that they had at the time was awful. So here's the thing. So the 3D they had then was... your 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 recollection I, I read, from right, right. twenty plus years is ago great. is poor. But it did, L- let me confirm for you, it is no, no, poor. No, no, I agree with that. Uh, but if I remember right, because I was a nerd back then and looked into this, it was the like alternating eye. Technology. Oh no! It was, it was well. They may have used alternating eye then, but they've yeah. switched it to when they've brought it back to just using the uh, the cheap uh, uh, polarized lenses. The polar, yeah. Because um, back then, you actually the, the glasses were pretty beefy. Huh. So we went. So they after key at Captain EO, they now just you haven't been to, to Disneyland in in years. Um, I've been probably every other year for the last. 10 to 15 years. So you've really been able to see Disney grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the new California land and whatnot. But but they replaced Captain EO with a with Honey, I Shrunk the Kids Theater. Oh, boy. That sounds like a win. Yeah. Because that's that's super relevant. I mean, there was a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids out like, what, eight, nine years ago? Well, this, it was... I mean, they replaced it years and years ago. It's not like they replaced it two years ago. I'm talking about after you saw it 25 years ago... Ten years later, they replaced it with Honey, I Shrunk the Kid when it was topical. And is that still there? Uh, well, kind of. Huh. Uh, they, they, at some point, brought Captain Neo back uh, when we were there, I don't know, five years ago or something. All right. And uh, I was like, ooh, I'm finally going to get to watch Captain Neo because I wanted to see Captain Neo bad when it came out. But right, because you were like in the same age when I was as me. A, yeah, when I was a kid, I never went to Disneyland. I didn't, I didn't go to Disneyland until I was like 18. Right. Um. It turned out Captain Neil was awful, and it was it was almost hard to watch. It was it was yeah. slightly out of focus or something, right. and the the three D visuals were bad, and it just. But we was have not, kind of got spoiled with uh, our digital fly through environments that are crisp and clean and like amazing. Oh yeah, like 3Ds. now three D the three D. The, the real D3D and all the other stuff they put on the theaters now, where you can actually watch a movie without getting a headache, is is vastly Except superior. in a number of cases where the movie wasn't designed for 3D. Yeah, that's right. I'm talking about you, Green Lantern. Uh, like, yes. We're going to do most of the movie in 2D, and then we're going to do some rendered scenes in 3D, and then back to 2D. No, yeah, that's shitty. No, Don't do that. Good. No, I, I think, and, and really I still think most 3D movies aren't great. Most of it's an add-on. I, I think, found I don't actually enjoy watching 3D movies. It, it just... Meh. I, th- I think the notable obsession uh, for me, it, it was really Avatar. Um, which, whether or not you liked Avatar or not, it looked gorgeous. I'm going to keep it strong. Meh, on that. Because, yeah, yeah, like, right. I, I don't care about Avatar. Yeah. 
I, I know. At, at so you're, not, you're like, waiting for uh, Avatar two to come out in two years. I would years, rather watch Titanic two. Bated breath. Yeah. Yeah. Titanic yeah. two is actually higher on my order. Like I want to see how Rose gets off that door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that you're sticking with James Cameron films here. Yeah. Well, um, what are you gonna do? <laughs> So, so Disney did announce though this week that they are doing a that, that those fourteen acres are going to be Star Wars Land. So fourteen acres which, doesn't feel like enough to me for Star Wars Land. Uh, I don't I don't know comparatively how much like I don't know what the rest of Disneyland size is. Yeah, but I'm just like imagining you know three times my property now you put a hundred thousand people in it and put some well, droids you're, you're, walking around so i don't think that it's going to it's going to be an addition to the right so imagine right. like you go to disneyland there's Tomorrowland, there's fantasy land there's uh adventure land there's right. going to be star wars land which i don't think it's a whole additional park i think it'll probably i i mean i didn't i haven't looked to figure out where this sits but i would not be surprised if it hangs off the back of Tomorrowland somewhere and they can just add in, you know, two or three attractions and a little bit more space. You know, the interesting thing about Tomorrowland, if I remember correctly... There Tomor- isn't thing, anything great in there other than Space Mountain? Well, no. Like, Tomorrowland, I think when it was originally built in the 30s or 40s... Was 50s. It the 50s, yeah. yeah. The 50s, it was actually looking at the far-flung future of 1986. Right. When, <laughs> when we would have space travel and everybody's going to be flying to the moon and, and cool new stuff that you're going to be able to do in Tomorrowland, which, yeah, which most sort of, of which didn't, didn't really, really land. No, I don't. I, it, would be, it would be an interesting study to go back and see what things that they said people would be doing in the land of tomorrow that were never happened. Oh, most uh, of them, I and think. then conversely, uh, the fact that like you can run with a small computer in your hand and look at stuff up uh, immediately, uh, they probably never predicted, uh, but but you can actually do now. Yeah, if you look at, there's a lot of uh, futurists out there that do a great, did a great job of you know having really interesting and awesome ideas about what the future should be like. Uh, they really were not good at timelines, though. No, no, everybody's everybody. I think everybody missed the boat. Yeah, like, yeah, it's just, it's hard to know what's going to happen in the future. And I'm having so a really hard time you, figuring out uh, how big Tomorrowland is. I, I'm trying to figure out what you're, I was wondering what you were looking at there. Because well, you're super distracted right now. Well, uh, the distracting part here is that apparently there's a music thing called Tomorrowland as well. And it was the first large number of responses that I got. So, huh. Your Google uh, seems to be off this weekend. Well, I had to use like, uh, yeah. Because you, you have another problem searching for stuff this weekend don't, also, don't, as you were telling dude, me. I, I will beat you down. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm operating on like four hours of sleep I, I, and doing all the baby I'm chores this to, morning. You to, might end up in a hole in the backyard. I'm trying to set up a segue here uh, as to uh, well, the have, other things you were having difficulty with. Uh, have they talked at all about what is uh, going to be in uh, Star Wars land? I don't like, think so. I think they just said, yes, we're doing Star Wars land. I don't. Here's hoping they don't do anything on Tatooine. Because like I don't need to see more sand. <laughs> They're gonna they they would build that out in Palm Desert, I think. Yeah, it's like hey, here's some sand, and here's some here. You can pretend to be R two D two. Walk from here to fucking there in sand. I, I expect you know I I expect it'll be some crappy uh, cinema watch droids talk. Do you suppose they're yes. gonna have like a yeah. uh, like cantina? Like, that, like a real life cantina. Oh my god, that would be kind of like quirks. You walk the, in, it's like. It'd be like uh, a grown up version of. That might uh, have been the Muppet Show. Cafe. I'm not sure. 
<laughs> uh, they're very similar, but different songs. And you got the right one. Good job. Yeah, yeah. So yes, let's let's talk about my poor Googling skills. Uh, I'm sure that if you've listened to any of our shows, you've heard us talk about the video game that we're working on. By the way, I think you probably may have been. I think I think if it, you may have been using Lugal instead of Google. Ah, damn it! I've got that would account for why there was so much porn coming up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so. Uh, what was it? So we were working we were on, on a video, video game, game for a while. So and we're like days away from it being done right yeah. now. One and, of the and, last things we needed to do was get the Facebook integration um, actually done which right. Which you told me, uh, when we were talking about Facebook integration, I was saying we should cut it. You told me how long would it take you to do it? I don't remember. But let's talk about any of the number <laughs> okay. of things that you said will only take a few minutes and end up taking you two days. Well, that's because I procrastinated. <laughs> that's, that's different. Yeah, I have a different problem. So... Um, Thursday night, I spent about 20 minutes and put in like really shitty Facebook integration where you click a button and it spawns a browser and posts to Facebook and just uses, you know, whatever browsers on your phone. Right. But that never actually brings you back to the game. It's kind of a bad game experience. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That is kind of shitty. So I was like, well, let me go ahead and actually uh, look at the Facebook plugin. I was most of the way there like five months ago when I start when I was. Now, is this, is this the same plugin you had integrated in months ago, which I've, I never bothered to look at at all? No, months ago I was just using the straight up Facebook uh, integration. Okay. Uh, but I was running into some weird problems with it at the time, which is why I set that code aside and went and started working on other things. Right. Uh, so as I was getting back in it, I'm like, ah, I went back and because, you know, we're using Git on the project, it was really easy for me to check out um, a branch from back when it still had the Facebook integration in it. Yep. And since then, Facebook's released the new SDK, and I was like, oh, well, maybe I use a new SDK. Let me go look at my old code. Oh, yeah, none of this works. Eh, but throw it away. Yeah. Um, when I did some quick Googling on the internet, they came back, use Prime31's plugin. It makes it easy to use Facebook. Right. And, and so... Because uh, you haven't asked Prime Thirty One for support yet, we might not want to rip on them too much. Well, I'm not. Uh, but, I'm not going to rip on them. <laughs> no, no. I'm just I'm preempting. Going to capitulate early on that this might just be me having a dumb weekend. No, no. I'm not saying you were going to rip on them. I'm just saying we might want to be really careful about how how we or or maybe we just hold off posting this for a couple of days. But nah, we'll, um, we'll, <laughs> we'll see how the I, conversation goes. I'm willing to air my dirty laundry here. I'm not saying they did anything wrong. I'm not saying yeah. they're a bad group of people. Yeah. There's a lot of folks that are very happy with them. Uh, the last 16 hours or so for me have not been that great. So when you look at the, 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 the little bit that you showed me, though, the, when you look at the code, it's, it's basically initialize your code and you're good to go, right? That's yeah, their like, instructions. Well, so here's let, let me actually just walk you through some of the cool stuff that uh, Prime31 did do, right? So they have a package that you can uh, buy for integrating with uh, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter. Uh, the apps like they have a bunch of plugins that you can use for unity games. Okay. Um, you can use them for iOS devices, for Android devices, some of them even for windows phone. Like they have a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. Now I only needed the uh, Facebook integration cause that's all we had scoped for the game right now. But you know, there was a Facebook and Twitter one. So I'm like, Oh, I'll buy that read through the docs. It said, use uh, Facebook binding dot in it. Um, and then you can post using Facebook dot instance, Post message, blah. And I'm like... That sounds simple. That sounds simple. That sounds great. It's like two lines of code. Yeah, two, three lines of code. Everything's going to be fucking golden. So I bought the uh, bought the plugin, 
imported it into our game. What did what did the plugin cost you? Uh, like sixty five bucks. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you spent like fifteen bucks on this. No, no, it was like sixty five. Wow. Huh. All right. Well, yeah. So, um, and that might factor into a little bit of my frustration. It's sixty five bucks. I expect it to work really easily for me and not actually require me to do too much thinking. Yeah. So, um, when I got home or and you know started doing it i'm like oh well shit this doesn't work uh what what am i missing here oh hold on they've got an example app that they distributed with a package so i can just open up that scene start clicking around start clicking around nothing works in the unity editor because it's all um, integration with ios so you actually have to run it on an ios device right okay not a big deal i'll just like plug an ios device in build the package and start you know playing with it and they have a little GUI. It's nice and quick and easy. And you do Facebook in it. Okay, that initializes the Facebook plugins. Make sure all the libraries are loaded and everything's good to go. Then you do login. Okay. And then you do um, uh, reauthorize with publishing permissions. Because apparently the Facebook flow goes something along the lines of you initialize your Facebook, you log in with read permissions. That's where you uh, your app goes, hey, can I go ahead and um, have access to your Facebook for read? Right, right. right. And then um, after it auths that, it then moves, or actually, I guess after it approves that, then you move forward to the uh, go ahead and get rights to publish so that we can post a message. Right, right. I which post- is which is for the users out there is when you use any app and you try and like you want to use it post, it, it asks you permission. Yeah. Can I, can I write so this to Facebook? App, so that you know what the app's doing on your behalf. Yep. Right? Uh, it's all good. It, it works. It posts to my wall and it posts it only to where I can see it which is fine because I'm testing. I don't need the whole world to see my test, 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 test message going out to Facebook. Okay, no big deal. Test app works. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to go ahead and look at what they did. So you had actually gone through, that was the process you went through, first run the test app, Yep. and it all worked. Well, it was second after I tried the uh, two lines of code. Oh, okay, okay. So I went back and started reading their docs, right? And like they even have, there's in order to make it work on the iPhone, there's a couple of other things you have to do to update your P list. They added some nice uh, UX into Unity so that you can go in and add your data. They told you explicitly what to add, like all of that, super easy and ready to go. Okay. Right? Like it's been great, no problems. Um, then I like tried the app and I'm like, or their test app. I'm like, oh sweet, this works. I should be able to now just look at their test app. Copy and paste out of their test app in right. my code. Everything should be fine. Yeah, yeah. So I look at their test app. Uh, the first thing, the first button you press, the init, yeah, is literally Facebook binding dot init parentheses semicolon. So just like what they said, it's it's yeah. really easy. So I go put that in my code. Boom. The login is uh, Facebook dot login. Semicolon. Okay. Functionally. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, I can do that. Yeah, yeah. Put that in there. Uh, uh, I guess I did have to do the f- Facebook login is technically uh, Facebook read permissions kind of deal. So I have to tell it what permissions I want and then execute the login with read permissions um, function. Okay. Okay, not a big deal. That's done. And then when it comes to reauthorize with publish, it's exactly the same thing, right? You set a list of permissions and then you say, uh, reauthorize with publish this list of permissions and bam posting right okay it's exactly how it worked last night give or take a little bit okay so i was able to post a whole bunch of stuff to my facebook again p- privately to me nobody else saw it 
I was posting pictures. I was posting texts. I was posting hyperlinks. Like, yay, everything's super easy. Okay. This, this all seems good at this point. This is awesome. It's like, I'm like, okay, it wasn't quite as easy as I'd hoped for the first time. But that was me not reading docs, me not paying attention, me just doing the wrong damn thing. Right, right, right. It happens. So then I get to the point where I'm like, okay, now, now that I've got it posting only to the audience of me, I would like to make these posts go more generalized. Yep. To everyone. So to everyone. Can see so that you're everybody doing can it. see my posts. Which is sort of the whole point of po- us having the integration in social media. Is so that- exactly. Because like, if somebody wants to play our game and say, oh my God, this game is awesome, and they can only post it to themselves, they may as well not post. Right. <laughs> I mean, unless it makes them feel good, in which case, if I could post to whoever you want. Uh, so I want to make it easy for them so it can post to everyone. So I go back through the code, and there's a quick little line in the reauthorization where you specify your audience. Okay. And the audience is like, only me, friends, everyone. And I don't want to say public. Okay. I don't remember, but yeah, there's yeah. four of them, right? Okay. So I'm like, oh, this is easy. Change this to everyone. Change it to public. Change it to friends, whatever. And then it'll post to that. Okay. Yeah, that didn't work. What did it do when you did that? Well, it turned out that because, and I'm I'm guessing here, because I don't know for sure, because yeah. I still haven't sorted the problem out, uh, I'm guessing I was already logged in, and I was already authorized, and I was already set up for read permissions that would only post to me. Okay, yeah. So that means that I need to go and log out. Okay. So that I can log back in. So that I can then reauthorize with the new context and everything, or with the new audience, yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything will be fine. That's where things started to go hinky. So, the, I, uh, I kind of wonder if um, I think I might like. I'm just curious if your problem is actually when you initialized the first time and you set it up. If you set our app to allow you to it to post onto your wall, but to only post. With 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 uh, to yourself, and that now when it's initializing or trying to post, it's trying to post to everyone. But it, it's it it got into a weird state specifically for your account. I have wondered the same thing myself. But you don't know how to fix that. But in order to validate that, I have to deploy it to a phone or device that's running somebody else's account. I don't think so. I think you should be able to go into Facebook and remove the permission for our application to post to your page right now and then retry it. Does that, does that make sense? I know you're thirsty right now. Um, you know, the thing that is amazing in TV, there's the concept of the third wall. Yeah. Where like, you know, you're watching people, but they never ever look at you directly and say, Oh my God, I'm addressing you directly. Unless they do. I mean, Unless they, do, like, get it. They, they do it all. Like they do it for, and I assume, I assume Deadpool's going to do it. I would expect. Yeah. I have never actually heard the radio equivalent of breaking the third wall until you listen to our podcast where we bring up <laughs> shit that is absolutely never, ever, 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 ever going to be noticed by anybody else. Right. Like our, uh, our gaff last week where we had the uh, intro music playing super quietly for us. Right. Everybody else heard about it and, and left everybody else out. Or like where I bend down and grab a drink of water real fast <laughs> and like nobody's ever going to notice. <laughs> nobody's going to know except for the fact that I call it out. Yeah. Yeah. Or earlier I, when I was looking stuff up on the, on my iPhone and like, again, <laughs> nobody can actually tell cause I was letting you talk at the time. You know, I don't, I don't believe in the third wall. I think that we, we should interact with our consumers directly and, and let them know the bullshit that we're doing. At you, any given you, you moment. think so? Yeah. 
So if you actually want to have some direct interaction with our consumers, or I'd our like him to post back on our goddamn Facebook post, but nobody seems to want to do that. So really, what I think the uh, best thing to do would be to um, well, let's For just give me your feel phone this is number. Be an embarrassment quick. of myself. Here. Um, yeah, I don't think that's a great so idea. I, like the, the if you want to interact directly and really break down the walls, you can just give Matt a call. <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. See, and the awesome... Because I can look your phone up, <laughs> number up, too. Right, but I edit this shit. Oh, good point. Shit. <laughs> all of a sudden, it's right. like, and Zach's phone number's boop. And I post all of our statuses on Facebook. So, you know, it's... Yeah. Arguably, one of those has a little bit more reach. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, but where were we talking? Oh, you were suggesting that maybe... Um, my Facebook permissions are in maybe, a weird state. Yeah, maybe you actually go into your account on Facebook and so, try to delete it. I would agree with you that that is definitely a viable case, yeah. except for a few mm, other issues. Yeah. Like, for instance, right now, I can't even get the app, the template app, the example app to I, work. Yeah, you were showing me that earlier, that the template app doesn't even work now, which but, is weird. Like, if, if my account were in a weird state, which I could have put it in a weird state, but I'm doubt like... I doubt it would be persistent this long. Although, although with the template app not working, maybe maybe that does kind of describe it. Because if the template app is not working, maybe it's, it's again because of your Facebook account actually being in a weird state, as opposed to because the template app code didn't change at all, right? Right. But if it was a if it was a Facebook persistent setting issue, yeah. Which again, I'm not saying that it's not. Yeah. yeah. I would expect that we would still be able to get back an access token. Yeah, that's a good and point. And we're not getting back an access token when, on the login. Yeah. Right? So, like, there is something fundamentally strange going on here. Now, I have... Uh, Did you reboot it? <laughs> yes. I've tried turning it off and on again. Did you I, do it three times? Yeah. Well, no. Damn it. I yeah. only did it twice. Carol says you have to reboot it three times. Right. Yeah. Right. Let me get on that. So... um the point of all of... Oh, so last night, as I was... I don't know about you guys, but whenever I am start to bash my head against the wall and I'm not solving a problem and I'm kind of writing a whole ton of code that is functionally throwaway code. Right. Usually right? you drink, right? Usually I would drink. Yeah. But... Uh, Didn't, what happened? Maybe that's... Uh, maybe I was too yeah. sober to code. Maybe what you should have done was try and get blackout drunk and then... Uh, and bam, Facebook works. Yeah. Uh, it's happened before. Um, but... Uh, well, you know, we're training for our half marathon, so I'm yeah. restricting my alcohol intake. Yeah, yeah. Um, yesterday was definitely a day where I probably should have increased it. Uh, but um, what I started to do after like bashing my head against the wall for so long with the Prime 31 plug-in, and I'm like, okay, I am thinking about this completely fucking backwards. I'm not doing this right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go download the Facebook app. Like the Facebook SDK. Yeah. I'm going to import it into a Unity app. I'm going to spin it up and I'm going to just re implement uh, right? the whole hey, Facebook. Right? Because, hey, you were just write that code, right? Yeah. Like, I yeah. mean, I may as well. So uh, it turns out I spent about um, ooh, three or four hours on that last night. Yeah. Like, I went to bed after the first two hours and stayed in bed for like 30 minutes. We're like, okay, <laughs> I'm done. I'm going to go to bed. And like I woke up, I'm like, oh wait, I didn't. I'm not. They're sending events. I just need to register a callback listener so that I can actually capture the events and do right. the right activity. So I go running to my computer, turn it on, and while it turns on, I'm like, what the shit am I doing here? Um, hold on, let me look at the. 
I hate it when my brain thinks it's smart when it's falling asleep. Because yeah. we've all had that moment where your brain's like, do this. Yeah. And like you go to do it and you're like, I, wait, no, I, I can't put my keys in the freezer to make my car cool down. That's just not going to work. Ah, oh, damn it. Is that a real thing? I don't keys know. in the freezer? Did you actually uh, well, wake up one night with like thinking if I put the keys in the freezer when I get up in the morning, the car will be nice and cool? No, no. Uh, growing up, my mom would regularly put her keys in the freezer on accident and then not be able to find her keys. Uh, oh, right. She gets home putting groceries away. Yeah, she gets home, was putting groceries away or getting herself a Pepsi. So she's like getting right. ice out of the freezer and like has her hands full with stuff because she's got kids running around like, you know. Right. Little shitheads. Little bratty uh, kids. Yeah. Yeah. And she's just like, I need a Pepsi. Uh, so in the mornings, my mom would be like, I can't find my keys. Where are my keys? We'd all be like, check in the freezer. Nice. Such a smart mouth little shits. Uh, uh, that was me and my sister, so you know, awesome. we're good at that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I spent another two hours trying to like poke around on the Facebook side of it and um, reading a bunch of docs. And I finally uh, gave up and went to bed. Got up this morning, you know, went through my daily chores uh, sat back down um, at the computer at about two o'clock and was like, Hey, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to just, I'm going to go through my code from last night. I'm going to figure out what dumb mistake I made. Cause there's obviously something just little that I didn't see in here. Yeah. I'm going to look at it. I'm immediately going to find it. And I thought I did. When I looked at all the code I'd written, I had done all of the initialization. I had done all of the logins. I had done all of the reauths. I had debug comments for everything. But what I never actually did was use the post method anywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm a dumb shit. Right. And I think part of it, what could have been going on there was A, uh, the code only works on an iOS device. So that means for every time I change something and have to do a build, I have to uh, build a Unity project, uh, which actually open, which actually builds an Xcode project. Yep. Then I have to open it in Xcode, then I have to sync it to my phone, and then I have to like you know play the game because right. I actually need to get to the death scene yep, yep. in order to get to the Facebook button. Oh, by the way, do you know how annoying it is avoiding bubbles? for the 19 or 20 seconds it takes to avoid bubbles before you run out of air. And then at the last few seconds, you bump into a goddamn purple bubble. And like all of a sudden, <laughs> there's like bubbles everywhere and you can't, like rocks are flying through the sky. You can, can't even get to them without so, getting more bubbles. So, you know, you can just, when you're going through debugging, I, enable that button all the time. Yes, I know. Um, I did that for a while. That's that's actually not even any code changes. You just have you just to check, check the, the box. Yeah. yeah, I was doing that, um, but eventually, no, no, no. I started out doing that, okay. but I was running into problems with the Z order of other menus. Oh, okay. Uh, you shouldn't be. The, you should yeah. only have the game only screen as long as you bring up the unless you bring up the config screen. You should have been fine. Hmm. That was my experience. Maybe oh, I missed something. All right. Something. Well, anyway. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, um, I'm like, oh, let me, let me just do a build. I'll add the code. And then this morning or this afternoon, nothing's working right. Like yeah. the, the example apps aren't working. Either one of them, either the Facebook app itself or the uh, Prime 31 app. Yeah. And mine, like I looked at the code. I'm like, what the shit was I doing last night? Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> so you, are you at a point now where you basically scrap it, start over? and? Uh, well, that's what I did today. It was like 2.15. I'm like, I'm going to spend like 10 minutes and write this code the right way. Yeah. And I commented out a whole ton of shit. And I'm like, I kind of want to delete this, but I'm just going to comment it out for now. So now it's down to, instead of the 50-ish lines it was last night with copious amounts of debug logs, <laughs> it's now down to a nice, tight little 10 or 15 lines. Yeah. But I found myself going, okay, my code's not working. I need to work through and figure out what's going on. So I started up the Prime 31 app Yeah. and started just you know clicking through like you're supposed to so I could see what the progression should look like so I can try and figure out where my code has a delta. Yep. And... The Prime 31 example app doesn't work today. Oh, that's... So... Huh. Yeah. Uh, frustrating, to say the least. Again, I'm not putting this on Prime 31. Right now, I'm still willing to say, this is me. Yeah. Um, maybe next week, we'll uh, have a follow-up on after I, I think it's probably a good idea on. of, like... Because uh, I, I suspect, well, it'll be solved sometime in the next 48 hours. Yeah. And uh, um, if nothing else, I'm going to update... Uh, I'm going to post on the internet a... Uh, um, tutorial for how to do this. Yeah. Because all of the other two, like none of the tutorials that I found were either a recent or B helpful. Ah, yeah. Like YouTube a, okay. Everybody out there on the internet, listen to me. Are you listening? Like lean in, turn the volume up, write your docs fucking down. Don't just write a YouTube video and post it. I like YouTube. YouTube is really handy for some things. Yeah, I watch yeah. a lot of uh, film production stuff for yep. how, and I have learned a lot of stuff for Adobe After Effects. But if you're writing docs for a plugin, don't make a single video back in 2008 and say, hi, so uh, here's how to use the plugins that we're going to make for our company. Now we're going to do all of our plugins in exactly the same way. So I'm going to spend the next two and a half minutes and tell you everything you need to know about your plugins. Uh, import them in Unity and then use the plugin. Go fuck yourself. That is not Docs. Um, and so wait, I thought the, I thought you were going to say this wasn't anything to do with Prime Thirty One. I'm not talking about them. Oh, okay, right. I'm just saying in You're general, saying people in general, on you the feel, internet, you feel this way right now. Yeah, uh, there are any number of different ways to consume media. Uh, if you're writing a tutorial for how to do something in code. Maybe write text down. Like, seriously, people. Yeah. Uh, if you're doing something that's clicking through a UI, especially an Adobe-created UI, make a fucking video. Yeah. <laughs> like, here's absolutely. The thing, here's the thing I found with the Adobe uh, videos is you're going to have to update that every six months because they seem to get out of date really fast. Yeah. I've already started seeing um, uh, some indicators of things that make me amused. Like, back in the day, they used to have Photoshop 5, Photoshop 6... Photoshop CS6, right? right? Now it's just CC. Now everything's just CC. So if you look on the internet, you'll start to see videos that are like CC 2014 April, CC 2015 July. Uh (laughs) So that you can actually kind of hone in on which UI is going to look most like yours. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because I had a video. I was trying to follow somebody's uh, tutorial the other day on uh, some graphical stuff in Photoshop. mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I watched it. I'm like, oh, that totally makes sense. Let me just go. I can't do that. Like I cannot find that effects rack that uh, yeah, setting does the, not the, exist. The thing, well, even like the equivalent ones, like I went through and I click on it and I'm like, but it doesn't work that way anymore. Like, and yep. I don't know how to, uh, he selected it in this way, but when I have that thing done, when he had it selected, 
Mm, it disables that option now. So I literally can't follow his instructions. My favorite thing in, uh, and that in case you couldn't hear it over the radio, and by radio I mean podcast, that was dripping sarcasm. My favorite thing about Adobe products is when you can see the effect you want to change, but you cannot figure out how to get there to change it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've run into the exact same thing. I had that problem in audition earlier this week, and I just wanted to punch something. You're like, I know how to do it. I know what I want to do. I'm going through. I'm clicking on the menu, and... And it's it, showing me there, but it, there's no there's no little pencil icon. There's no right-click and edit. It's just a right-click, fuck you. That's all it is. Yeah. That, like, seriously, I saw ASCII art for a middle <laughs> finger. Uh, Boy, this got off track. Yeah. Uh, but so to bring it back to the good, so we're not one of those horrible internet people that just um, uh, uh, bitch about the things that people do poorly. I'd like to take half a second to call out um, something that I used to watch a lot when I was doing a whole lot more Ruby. Uh, Railscasts. Uh, it's a video where you can learn how to do Ruby on Rails stuff. Yep, yep. It's super handy, super informative, uh, walks through things at the right speed so you can kind of see what's going on, get a feel for it, and learn and move. The great thing about it is they also have ASCII casts, which is basically they take the video that they had, and then they have pictures and words to go along with it. In ASCII? Like ASCII pictures? And No, it's actually just in plain text. Oh, okay. It's, just, it's one of those things. So, yes, you can consume it via video, but I don't like this is really a me problem. My internet sucks, so I have to buffer YouTube videos. So if I have to go back because I missed like the click, click, click through something, or there was some kind of, you know, something that went on, my kid came running through and I looked away for a second, I got to yeah. go back, rebuffer. Sometimes watch an ad. Have you noticed this but yet? Uh, YouTube maybe? has actually started playing ads in the middle of a video. Oh, I have not run into that yet. Yeah, last night I was watching a 15-minute video on building intros with After Effects. You literally had a commercial. And I had a commercial in my YouTube video. Huh. It, like, ugh, it made me feel funny inside. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, uh, check out Railscasts. Awesome. Uh, super helpful. Cool. So, what was our, what was our next topic? I've forgotten now. Topic We've been going for so long on... Is the uh, Fuji camera. The Fuji's released the new camera, the X... Dash T1 IR. Okay. Now, the X-T1 is a, uh, a camera they've had out for years, but this is a new variation on the camera. It has basically all of the same features and functionality, except for one little change they've done. Okay. They've removed the IR cut filter. You I know what that means? No, I don't know what that means. So, on your camera, um, it's got a lens on it, right? That yep. lens is soaking up light. Yep. That light is not just visible light that we can see, but infrared as well as other varieties. So cameras have filters put in there to remove that light. Okay, okay. So that it doesn't... So you can get a crisper image and cleaner image on the CCD, right? Right, right. So they've removed the IR filter, which means that the camera can now functionally see in infrared, much like your baby monitors or uh, anything else that you have that can see at night. Yep. The interesting aspect of this is since the camera can see in infrared, it can now see under some clothes. Huh. Interesting. You might find yourself asking. It's like x-ray specs. Correct. $1,700 x-ray specs. Right. Uh, you might find yourself asking, why is Fuji releasing a camera that can see through clothes? Uh, why not? <laughs> mostly For the, internet pervs, right? Mostly because the perv market 
while large, may not all have 1700 bucks to shell out for a camera. Yeah. Huh. They've actually well, built it for um, use in basically crime scene investigation and assorted other fields like that. They oh, can really? now go in without needing luminol, without needing. Uh, so they've actually they actually built it for a uh, a valid positive purpose. valid yeah. purposes, and yet you know the perf market's going to be out there. They, they'll uh, eat it up, I'm yeah. sure. But you, you, the the benefits for CSIs are actually pretty high. I mean, they can go in now, uh, see blood stains where you know before they would have had to use chemicals. They can see semen, all that kind of stuff. Wow. Anything you could do with a black light. Yeah. They can use it on document I recovery. Black light's got ultraviolet light. Yeah, that too. Uh, <laughs> it, it all works in a different way, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, but like, it, it's actually going to be super handy for um, crime folks, like huh. the good guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are also probably a number of arrests from the bad guys that get a hold of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A number of years ago, there was um, when digital cameras first came out. There were a number of digital cameras that had um, built into them optical filters. Right. They would filter um, infrared out optically. So you could actually change your lens out to a lens that had no IR filter on it. Okay. And you could do the same thing. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing back in the what mid-90s websites for that, um, okay. largely out of... Uh, Eastern nations. I, I'm sure. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know why people would need that. Yeah. Um, now apparently we found a legitimate case yeah. for it. Huh. So yeah, I, Weird. I, I saw that article this week and I thought, Oh, that's kind of neat because we don't oftentimes see, um, innovation in that type of technology for the betterment of society. Normally it is just for the perfs. Yeah. Yeah. So our last topic today is, I believe, news that we're not sure if people should care about. Yeah. I heard about this, um, I think it was this morning as I was reading through my blog posts. Um, Sesame, or HBO has yep. acquired Sesame Street. Yep. So I, I guess Sesame Street for what, 40 or 50 years, however long it's been, I think it's 40 years, it, something like that. I, I saw something, it was started in the 60s, I think. Yeah. Uh, which gives it like 50 year range right now. And it's been owned by what? Public Broadcasting? Well, I think it was put out by. Children's Something Workshop? Yeah, something like that. Sesame Workshop, I think. Children's um, Television Workshop, I yeah, believe. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So I think this was a. And, and, and they were on public, public broadcasting. Right. And it was a. I think the idea was hey, it's children's educational TV that we're going to do. Um, but they, you know, they're not really a for profit organization. Right, they do their stuff I, on the cheap. I well, I'm not who exactly are we talking about here because I'm sure the well, Sesame Street so Corporation is making money hand over fist. Here's what's weird to me is the answers I saw on there on like why they're doing this was that their their current model of funding wasn't going to work and be able to sustain them for a long term. Uh, but Elmo has to be making like shit tons of money for Sesame Street, right? Like the marketing and license deal on uh, like Tickle Me Elmo was a thing. Right up until it's uh, um, sex scandal. Yeah, and now they've got, but they, they put out like yeah, it looks videos like, you uh, can buy. It looks like Children's Television Workshop was from 1969 to 2000. That was a production company. Okay. And the Sesame Workshop from 2000 to present. Okay. Um, yeah. But here's the thing though that uh, so, so I, my understanding, though, this is a way for them to keep producing this stuff. Uh, my understanding is from for that that HBO will release the content initially, and then make it available for PBS to rebroadcast like a month or two later. 
So it still gets out to everyone for free if they want it, or you can get you know your content earlier if you're an HBO subscriber. Um, the thing that's interesting on this, though, for me, is I don't think that this this isn't completely unprecedented uh, because HBO. Because I mean, we think of HBO now as is uh, you know it's not a porn; it's HBO, Game of Thrones, everything. You know, you get. Right. People, people can say you watch Bill Maher and, and his show's interesting because they can say fucking shit on there right. and uh, politically incorrect, but it's now real time. Um, and, and everything. All, all the shows that are on HBO are like, you know, gritty and whatnot. But they used to have Fraggle Rock. Yeah. Which was, which was another Henson, Jim Henson thing, in which Henson was super into um, Sesame, Sesame Street. Street. Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't it doesn't completely feel like a new thing just because of the Fraggle Rock com- connection. Yeah, um, it feels, can, can you get Fraggle Rock on Netflix? I don't I, know. I I went see, back to I try and watch Fraggle Rock a while ago. I think bad. it was because it was on Netflix, and it wasn't as good as I wanted. It, to. it wasn't awful, no. but I think I'm too old for it now. Yeah, I loved I, that shit when I was a kid, though. I think the only thing I worry about, and this is might just be my uh, and like by worry, this is not a keep me up at nights worry. I reserve that for Prime 31 um, plugins on uh, Facebook integration. Uh, but once a massive corporation like HBO, yeah, uh, who makes their money on distribution, yeah, gets a hold of a franchise, I expect that it's going to be harder and harder to get. That they might do the Disney, where we're only releasing uh, Snow White once every ten years. Because what content from Sesame Street is it over the last fifty years that well that's why I said want to get that's why I said I don't worry that much but I mean I have started consuming Sesame Street a lot more in the last two years yeah, good point yeah uh, and it is on either Netflix or Amazon Prime okay I'm not sure which one yeah, all right but uh, you know if it goes to uh, HBO decides oh we're pulling this from Netflix and Amazon because I want everybody to use HP HBO Go. Yeah, yeah. Then ah, that's kind of a little, dick move because yeah. like there are a lot of kids that grew up with Sesame Street that can't afford HBO Go. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, I, which think, I think is and it sounds like the structure of this deal is that they will be providing the content to uh, PBS. So I know I don't know if that means that you won't be able to get it on. Uh, like I'm less concerned about me not being able to get it on Amazon because I have HBO Go, so like yeah. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's just more my. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and claim humanitarian desire that folks that can't afford a bunch of pay by the month services, yeah, can still see their Sesame Street. And I hope that I hope that uh, HBO is doing this out of sort of that uh, urge to provide back to the community and that they're, they're doing this to or maybe to allow, keep it going right yeah like, exactly to allow it to keep going right um so who knows yeah it could go either way but again we're not entirely sure it's news if it is if you have strong feelings on it or if we um you know by reading a headline and not actually reading the whole article did um a disservice <laughs> to somebody yeah feel free to let us know post comments on our facebook page um send us email uh yeah any, anything any, any of those things yeah, yeah. just let us know Sometimes we like to sit back and let the uh, audience teach us. And this is one of those things where we couldn't be bothered to read these six paragraphs on Wired about this. So Right, because, yeah. So, maybe until next time. Yes. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. 
possibly hear you. Hey, by the way, how do you feel about having a meetup for our listeners in Seattle? Uh, you think all three of them would show up? Possibly. I mean, we can yeah. do it at lunch one day, but okay. I've just been kicking around the idea. We might I, I'm, do up that. For, I'm up for it. We'll, we'll talk about it more. All right. We'll see you soon and listen up for what we might be doing with a meetup.